Okay. Yeah. Why don't we start? We'll, we'll try a couple. So. Okay. Yeah. In five, four, three, two, one. Hello, Quick Chicks. Welcome to this episode with Betsy Suda and... Georgianne Watson. <laughs> uh, it's so great to talk to you. How are you? Oh my gosh, I'm great. Uh, big week for the Watsons. Uh, my youngest started kindergarten yesterday. So one of those, like, now we're like fitting in training and working out uh, with two kids back in school, um, which in some ways is a lot easier than over the summer when they're both home. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, just like the busyness of like creating that new schedule for the fall with the marathon build is uh, always an adjustment. Yeah. Um, so listeners, Georgianne and I are great friends, besties, and I just saw you, but it's been two weeks, which is I kind, know. Of how, kind of how friendship goes these days, you know, right. it's, like, it's been forever, but then it's like, not at we all. always just then. pick up yeah. where, right where we left off. Yeah, it's like, as I was saying, um, <laughs> so quick, um, update for the, for our listeners, our quick chicks, um, Jordan and I hung out two weeks ago for, it was a big birthday for me. And we went on probably the best long run I've had, let's say in a long time, <laughs> we'll get into more specifics <laughs> later. Um, and then, so yeah, we had a great run together. And then the next day was kind of like literally a recovery run. Um, mm-hmm. and then I haven't seen you. So like fill us in, in your last like two weeks of training, just so listeners kind of get a sense of where you're at and like what yeah. you're shooting for. Yeah. So, um, before I start a marathon build, I, well, like I say this, like I've done this all the time. Like I've run one marathon, um, <laughs> but what worked for me last year before I ran my first marathon in the middle of December in Mississippi was in the spring, I did a lot of fast speed work in races. And when Mm -hmm. I say that I'm talking about like road miles and five K's. So my last race before taking some time off at the end of July was a road mile and I ran sub five and I was pumped about it. And it was a great way to kind of end the spring, you know, racing season and took some time off and then, you know, geared back up for um, the California International Marathon, which is what we're both racing um, on December 5th. And it was kind of the genesis of us wanting to do this podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, the first couple of weeks is just, you know, remembering, (laughs) like how to run again, Mm -hmm. um, which is so funny, like we run so much and work out all the time. But like, after coming back from taking time off, I feel like anybody, you know, elite runner, or not, it's, it's hard. It's like, <laughs> you know, just, change, like, it's like you change jobs and you're getting reoriented. Yeah. It's like, yeah. And obviously over the summer with the heat and humidity, I don't need to preach to you about that um, in Florida, mm-hmm. but um, it just makes it even more difficult. So probably um, the last three weeks, it's like really ramped up to where, mm-hmm. you know, like you were talking about our long run we did, which was 17 miles. And then the weekend before that, I did an 18 miler okay. uh, with uh, my good girlfriend, Sarah, who's in our FNM track club um, group here up in Pennsylvania. And yeah. then this weekend I have a 19 miler. So for me, uh, the long runs are really where I feel like I have the most to improve on mm. because I do come from a speed background. And so I'm comfortable with turnover. I was a 205, 800 meter runner at the university of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm good with fast. It's just, the distance is is where I have the most room to improve. So those long runs really are the most transformative for Mm -hmm. me as far as training for the marathon goes physically and mentally. 
Um, good. And yeah, so, good word. Good word. Transform. Oh, yeah. I, I you know. Yeah. Gotta keep it up. <laughs> um, but on our long run, I'm glad you brought this up, is where we really kind of, like, kind of dove into the idea of doing this podcast and starting this. Um, and we started to kind of talk about the community, like the female sub elite running community um, and how it's so big and it's so unique in the sense that everyone I feel like is a huge cheerleader for the other person. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think we all kind of witnessed that watching the process of the individuals, you know, training for the Olympic trials qualifying time back in Mm -hmm. 2020 and the community that came together to like support one another to go for, you know, that sub 245 time um, was like amazing. And I went to Atlanta and I watched one of my good girlfriends and my coach race um, in the Olympic trials, Kelly Griffin and Enoch Nadler and girl, the first Mm -hmm. half mile, like half mile of that race. So we were like the half mile mark. I, legit like broke down yeah yeah (laughs) like watching all of these women you know come running past the crowds and 90% of them are not sponsored Mm -hmm. they're working women they're moms they have Mm -hmm. all of these individual amazing stories yeah um and it was just such like a like dang like look at them you know and I was so proud to be like a female runner Mm -hmm. um like right then and there um, I just was like, there is a group of women who we can connect with and talk to who have, you know, similar goals as we do. Yeah, absolutely. And I think if we dive into their stories, all of this podcast, we'll learn that they're honestly very normal, like mm-hmm. women that are, they've just put in a lot of work, they've got a lot of great guidance, and they've, you know, kind of made magic happen with just like their everyday lives, you know, and I right. love that. And we honestly have been in this sport a long time. And when we first started, there weren't hordes of women right. necessarily that were at that level and who had the support of communities and friends and things like that. So we're definitely right. in such an awesome place right now. Right. So love that. love that painting the scene for like our goals and um, yeah. Yeah. Who we're inspired yeah. by. So sure. and- yeah, go ahead. Um, <laughs> No, I, you know, just kind of talking about like the genesis of the podcast and whatnot. And, um, you know, obviously listeners like Bessie and I are hoping to get a lot of these women on as some cameos on our show and talk to you guys about their experiences or goals that they have. Um, Obviously, the Olympic trials qualifying standard is not out yet or um, no one knows what it is. So who knows what it could be? But I think it's one of those where you know, for those of us looking, like I said, that sub elite group of like the sub 250, the sub 245, um, that's a special community to be a part of. And Mm -hmm. um, really one of the reasons why we wanted to make this podcast. Yeah. And just like examples of what's possible, Mm -hmm. really, because I know when I first started doing marathons, like running sub 330 was a huge deal. Do you know what I mean? And like, it's just our, our, our horizons have been broadened. <laughs> right. Say. For sure. And I think that's yeah. so great. And so, um, so listeners, if you've never done a marathon or if you 
have done, you know, just one kind of for fun and you're wondering like where it can take you, like there's just amazing opportunities out there. So we're going to explore them a little bit right. today here. So I have a question um, <laughs> yeah. and I feel like this is one thing and I feel like I know you so well and know so many of your stories. I like don't know Marathon Betsy. Oh, she was, she was a hellcat. Let me tell you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm like, and I know, like, I love that you like did a bunch of them and then you kind of like me, like you got back into the speed stuff and yeah. we're running fast 5k sub 17 minute 5k. Um, so like, you know, like you've been there and then you came back down to speed and then you're going there again. So I feel like yeah. that's a story. Okay. It's, I mean, it's a long story, so I'll do long story short. Um, I ran in high school, had some success there. We were state champions, our cross-country team. Um, but then when I went to college, you know, I chose a college that was really small because I loved their academic program. And they didn't have, they barely had any sports, um, let alone cross-country. So this was in Boston. School's called Emanuel. Go Saints. And <laughs> if you go to if you go to college in Boston and you're a runner, like, the marathon is just like in the air, you know, mm -hmm. the, the Boston marathon specifically. So I was, and then, um, I remember the day I decided I was going to do a marathon. I was home for Christmas break, my freshman year, and I just kind of needed something to shoot for. And, right. uh, the marathon just came to, <laughs> which is how a lot of my life decisions honestly have been made. <laughs> <laughs> which You laugh because I'm kind of like, well, I'm like one of the squarest person people you'll, you'll know, just like on the outside, you know what I mean? Like I have like a very much like together kind of like right. do and like schedules and routines, yeah. whatever. But then like, I will just like go on a whim and like pack my bags right. and move to Florida. I am. <laughs> you know? Right. Just, I love it. <laughs> so like I'm both ends of the spectrum. So that was kind of um, the marathon is one example of that. I was literally sitting in this chair in my parents' living room and I was like, you know, what? I need something to do. And yeah. I had just turned 18 that summer, so I was like, good, I'm old enough, and I signed up for, um... I say it's old enough, like, you can, like, vote now and Right, run right. It felt, it, honestly, it <laughs> felt like becoming a woman. <laughs> I was like, I'm going through the change. Um, and this is, listeners, this was back, I just turned 40, so this was, gosh, the fall of 1999. I was like, I'm going to do one in the spring. And I don't even know how I signed up for it, whether I like, Which is like it. also like, wow, great time to train in New England in the right. spring for yeah. America. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of things were going for me. I don't know if I like mailed in a check to the folks. It was the Burlington Marathon, which I don't even think is called that anymore. Um, I'm not even I'm not sure if you could sign up online for things like this is way back, you know. Oh, yeah. But it was like one of the first races I signed up like pre-registered. I was just used yes. to going up to the starting line of a road committed. race. Committed. Like, yeah. So anyway, yeah, I was committed. Did one. Was very undertrained, which I kind of love that. Um, I mean, because I was a freshman in college, freaking 19 years old. Like, you don't want right. to overtrain. So did it, finished. <laughs> had some Ben and Jerry's, like, two minutes after I finished. Oh, God. I was like, I need food. You know, whatever you got, give it to me. That was so good. Um, and then just kind of, like... The, the beautiful thing about the marathon is you'll get better at it. It's just like almost inevitable mm -hmm. because you just start with like a blank slate. You're like, I don't know what right. I'm doing. Next one, you get a little bit better. And what do you know? 10 minutes comes off. Next one you do like another 15 minutes comes off. You know what I mean? If you're just like right. doing it. So I did that for a good couple of years. Then 
plot twist we got a cross-country and track team in college so I like ran a little twist yeah I ran a little NCAA action there love Um, it and then came back to the marathon so when all is said and done I've done 10 of them um and my last one my last one was 15 years ago oh wow (laughs) and I ran 306 and I remember thinking just like oh good like mission accomplished like yeah um, one of my teammates from high school had ran 305 and she was like you know, just a pinnacle of athletic mm-hmm. success. And right. like, it's just funny how we measure ourselves against, right. honestly, other women. And I thought, well, so-and-so ran 305. I ran 306. Like, I'm not sure how much faster I could get. Right. You know, I never even dreamed of running under three, oh, three hours. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Right. Which is kind of hilarious. Right. So anyway, yeah. So I kind of just put it away. Um, I had other things going on in my life. And then was really focused on the 5k which I think is kind of my sweet spot or it was and um life again <laughs> yeah days. and so this past spring I think COVID really made us all kind of like sit up and was and be like yeah. okay, what kind of life do we want like are we excited about our lives like are we really getting mm-hmm. most out of it like are right. we, you know like what areas could we like maybe look into a little bit. And I was like, you know what? I really want to do this again. And just like that, I literally had the idea signed up and I was like, yeah, shoot. <laughs> here yeah. We go. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Here we yeah. go. So, and yeah, that's awesome. And, yeah. and for our listeners just to, and this is like one of the things that you're going to love about this podcast is like, not only are Betsy and I very different, but like <laughs> our backstories are very different and our training is going to be different. And yeah what we have going on in our lives while we're training is going to be different. And so, you know, I think there's going to be a lot of connections that you'll be able to get from each one of us and what we have going on and what we've been through. Um, But as I said previously, you know, I was an 800 meter runner at Kentucky. I was very middle distance um, (laughs) all like pretty much up until I did like one half marathon before getting pregnant with my first child in 2013 Um, and then kind of got away from the sport for a while. You know, I had two kids and was just kind of running just to stay in shape. Um, I went back to work, so I was like a working mother. Um, Mm -hmm. and then once I kind of was getting at least five or six hours of sleep a night, I was like, well then let's, um, (laughs) let's, you know, start running more. And for me getting back into running when I was living in Gainesville and Betsy and I were friends, um, there in training together for me, getting back in training was more about my social time. Mm-hmm. That was the time I could hang out with my girlfriends and work out. And it was usually at like 530 in the morning. And that, you know, that was the time I had before I had to be at work and then come home and be mom and the whole thing. Um, but, you know, unlike Betsy debuting, you know, at 19, I didn't debut until I was 35 years old. <laughs> Um, and for me, this is something like I'm pretty passionate about is I would always have people asking me and, and Betsy, I'm sure that you experienced this as well when you were focusing more on the 5k. Yeah. Um, and I remember our good girlfriend, Courtney Ralph, Hey Court, um, would love to have you on the show at some point too. Um, like she didn't want to run Boston one year and people Mm -hmm. were like, why not? And she Mm -hmm. was like, because I don't want to. I don't want <laughs> to. Yeah. I don't want to. Yeah. Um, and I just love that. And that's kind of where I was at as well. People were like, oh, when are you going to run a marathon? And and for me, the question always kind of stemmed from, 
well, you're not a real runner until you run a marathon. And I'm like, um, beg your pardon. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with, hey, I want to get faster at the 5K or I want to get faster at the 10K or the half marathon or whatever distance. Right. Um, and so for me, it was more about I'm running really well at the half marathon distance. I was wanting to kind of, you know, get, I really wanted a sub 120, which I got and mm. um, kind of told myself once I hit Vacua, I would consider you know, running a marathon, but I was really in no hurry. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I probably needed that development in those years um, Mm -hmm. after having kids to get my mileage back up and to get my body strong again and to get confident running, you know, some 15 Ks and 10 Ks and things like that and experiencing the different kind of hurt that comes with the longer stuff versus the short painful distances on the track. Um, And so for my first marathon, which is in Mississippi, which was one of the only marathons (laughs) that happened uh, last fall, leave it to the South, love it, um, was the Mississippi Gulf Coast Marathon. And uh, my good girlfriend, Kelly Griffin, who was in a trials qualifier, again, loved to get her on here. Mm -hmm. Um, She was like, you're debuting the marathon? I'll be there. And we signed up together and um, she was very much like, oh, she helped me so much that day. More mm-hmm. so to make sure I didn't do anything stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first five miles, there was a lot of, you need to chill. Like, you, yeah. you need to chill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because leave it to me, like the speedster to, you know, go out too hard in marathon, shocking. <laughs> um, but it was great. We had a, a great experience, for, you know, for my debut and, you know, I didn't hit the wall. Obviously it was very hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and so ran a, a 252 and I was, you know, very pleased with that um, for my debut. And it was really funny. You have all of these ideas about, you know, what crossing the finish line of your first marathon <laughs> is going to be like. And, and in my head, I was like, I'm going to cross the line and Kelly will be there and we're going to hug and yeah. it'll be this like magical moment. And, <laughs> and, you know, she was ahead of me at the, at the finish and, you know, she turns around and I'm coming in and, and I crossed the line and I had HLs during the marathon mm-hmm. and, you know, you know, several water and Gatorade stops and mm-hmm. I crossed the line and I immediately, you know, stopped running mm. and I knew right away I yeah. was going to puke. Mm. And for anyone who knows my running backstory knows I'm a puker. Mm. um and she's seen this look before yeah <laughs> obviously and uh it was immediately like all right let's get you to a trash can yeah and you know COVID yeah. rules and everything we had to put our masks back on like right after the finish line and you know we find the trash can and I'm like dry heaving a couple of times sorry listeners this is gross but this is a, a you know running and training podcast the good the bad the ugly the oh the ugly. yeah yeah and so I finally you know like I'm throwing up I'm getting out of my system and she's like there you go. There you go. Like, okay, yeah. you feel better. And I look yeah. up at her and I'm like, I did it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she was like, you did it. And, and, you know, now we joke around about how like, that's like the race equivalent of like a, a drunk girl throwing up yeah. being like, yeah. am I still pretty? Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was great. It was a great experience. And, um, you know, definitely excited to run CIM. Uh, we're running uh, Boston Marathon uh, before that in October, um, but I'm doing it just as a experience. Obviously, I've never run Boston, um, and so would really want to do um, a segment after that race to just kind of talk about my experience with Boston, because obviously you've yeah. done Boston. I have, and 
like I took it for granted just completely Mm -hmm. to be honest I did it five times each one was very special and meaningful Mm -hmm. but at the same time like it was no big deal (laughs) yeah right right you're not like flying in or looking for like housing or I I literally did it and then I took the the subway home um or to my dorm room because I had to study for a biology exam and I and I went (laughs) I went to um the dining hall that night and sat with um this girl that I didn't really know because it was a holiday and most most students had gone home for the weekend and hadn't returned yet and she Mm -hmm. was like oh what did you do today and I really just like didn't want to get into it so I was like oh I just went for a long run (laughs) (laughs) and we like like, moved on you know what I mean like right right like I don't have the energy to like give you the play-by-play right now because as I've learned now that like I've run a marathon and listening to other people there's always a freaking story there's always a story there's always a story yeah so I just like I just didn't want to like yeah bear my soul to this woman I didn't know in the dining (laughs) hall like you know bear my soul like Like, bro we ain't that close yet yeah (laughs) yeah um, oh boy yeah Boston Boston will be some great fodder for um for podcasting here um, yes but like a common thread I think through both our stories is that well one we're an equal distance opportunity runner like we love all distances on yeah like, if we're fit if the race is like a good one like we're in it you know what I mean like, right yeah from <laughs> the mile to the marathon you're totally yeah, right yeah, yeah yeah um and I think we can like knowing our skill sets, we can be pretty competitive in pretty much all of those races. I mean, I'm not mm-hmm. sure I could do a good 800. That that would be a stretch. An 800 would really be a stretch for me. Um, well, but nowadays I, I you know, right. me too, probably. Yeah. 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 Um, but let's let's put that aside. That's like a special one, the 800. But everything else, right. like we're we're game and and also we just like have fun with our running. Do you know what I mean? Like we take it seriously and like right. it's important to us, but. I think we've been through it so long and we're in just like a long, honestly, like a long uh, term relationship with it that mm-hmm. we kind of like just go with it. Do you know what I mean? Like this week, you know, right. I, was, and... I was not feeling it on Monday. So I took Monday off and right. like yesterday I got my run in at like 6 PM because I had a mm-hmm. full day of work. So it's like, it's like a treat for us to run and right. it, like it really is satisfying that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I think, you know, going back to like seeing all these women at the Olympic Trials Marathon in Atlanta, you know, with that community, there are so many of, of us yeah. in, in that community um, where they have jobs or kids and, you know, running is their escape or it's their alone time or it's their social time, whatever they need to get out of it from they can. Mm-hmm. But for me, one thing I've noticed, and, and I feel like I've, I've noticed this with you since you've started your own business. And there's other things that need our attention. Um, For me, like I used to be, obviously when I was running in college and then post-collegiately, you know, and I talked about my husband um, who's a sub four miler from Notre Dame as this as well. (laughs) You know, everything just had to be, you know, perfect. See like the day before or the morning of, and we were so finicky about our routine. Mm -hmm. And nowadays, um, and so for our listeners, like, you know, other moms or, or small business owners, like you know that luxury is gone (laughs) yeah and there's nothing like those you know other things in your life that just kind of make you chill the f out a little bit and relax and and I think also COVID with like time trials and whatnot Mm -hmm. um and just kind of getting in what you could you know no races were happening and it was just one of those like all right let's just go and do this 
you know, yeah. like, okay, so I got like one less hour of sleep last night and I had to do some laundry this morning or I had to get back to this client or something or yep. whatever it is. Yeah. Um, you know, I, the day I ran my track 5k, I was at work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, my track 5k PR, like I put in a whole day of work that day cause I had to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's nothing like those things that I think just kind of make you just calm down and yeah. trust in your training. And if, you know, everything leading up to that moment isn't perfect, you're still going to be fine. Totally. Um, and I wish I had a little bit more of that mindset when I was younger about yeah. mentally approaching um, a hard workout or a race and just, yeah. you know, you'll be I fine. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Kind of like no drama. Like there's just no, no need right. for it. You know what I mean? Like right. the race, the race is the drama. The drama doesn't mm-hmm. need to happen in training. Mm-hmm. And right. I, I also have noticed this through our through the time you know we've been female distance runners in this country like kind of the um, the culture around running I think has changed for the better I think for when we started I mean I started in the mid 90s right and like if you think about it we didn't even have the 5k in the Olympics until Mm -hmm. 96 okay so I mean I became what I would consider a runner in 95 so I didn't even know that like running competitively as an adult really was a possibility like you you just had you know mm-hmm. men men to look at and you know I, I, lo- I love men right <laughs> 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 so like don't don't take this out of right. context but like their, their training's different their mentality is different like their group mm-hmm. dynamics are different their bodies obviously like right the the, the I think the training and the focus when we were younger like was kind of fed to us was like you got to be tough and like mm-hmm. aggressive and just I just remember being like thinking be more tough and more disciplined and just like mm-hmm. everything's a struggle and then like you come out of it on the other side better you know and right and I, I think there's like a little bit to that still in running but at the same time sure. I like, no I don't think <laughs> I don't think that's the main right. theme here like Right. You know what I mean? You can be very successful and have a lot of fun at it and be completely yourself and you don't need to like, right. like and like want your competition to do well also. And, yeah, yeah. And yeah. You know, I think kind of going back, right, it's like the whole community of this like sub elite group. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so much community and I don't know if for those of you who read that New York Times article by um oh, I oh, Lindsay. Lindsay yes. Harris, yes. Oh gosh, what a great article and like the picture that went along with it I just yes. like really captured exactly what I'm talking about you, all those women waiting around the finish line for all the other women coming in trying to get the sub 245 standard back in at the um, 2019 CIM race yes uh, which was basically one of the last chances to qualify for the Olympic trials um, and I think that's a lot about what this podcast is about bringing Mm. you know those kinds of women together to talk about their you know training yes because we love to talk about training but also their experiences and their goals um and also to kind of talk about what we're going through as well and um our training um is going to be a big part of a podcast leading up to kind of the culminating event of cim on december 5th oh my gosh it's like what three weeks from Sunday? I mean, three months. Sorry. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna have start <laughs> having heart yeah. palpitations over here. <laughs> I am so bad, so Georgian. I am so bad with like 
calendars and dates and date like I just I always get it wrong the first time so every <laughs> yeah. like just out of the gate like the date I say first is usually wrong okay so three months from this Sunday <laughs> right right yeah yeah um, um and so, yeah, so quick tricks like season. our we really you know this podcast is, is meant for you and it's mm-hmm. meant you know for you guys to download it and listen to it you know on your afternoon double or your core session or your commute into work <laughs> Um, it's also so, a little it's also a little for us though Jordan so we oh can, yeah we can talk to for you sure. <laughs> yeah <laughs> absolutely um but yeah and so one thing we haven't really talked about yet today is Betsy how's yeah. your training oh my gosh so real quick um that long run like changed the trajectory of oh yeah of the training so like um yeah I done my training for the marathon had just started the week before we did our long run August mm-hmm. 20th. And I remember that it's the right date. Cause it was my birthday. <laughs> yes. But the weekend Nothing before, like starting your 40th off with a oh 70 miler. Yes. And we had we, listeners, we had margaritas the night before. So like, here's my tip, turn 40 or like turn a big, <laughs> a big, number. A have, big a par- number, have a party for yourself. That's planned for later fly in mm-hmm. your best friend, go out to dinner mm-hmm. <laughs> and then just kill a long run. Um, oh yeah. But like, no, the week before, um, and I think you experienced this too. It was just like a hot, humid, muggy, and I barely pulled together a 12 mile run. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my legs just felt like heavy, like a Chevy. <laughs> yeah. Like the air was thicker than a snicker. I was like, I need to just lay in a pool of <laughs> my own sweat in the fetal right. position. I was like, I really made a poor life decision here. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I was higher than a kite after that 17 miler. It felt so hard, you know, and right. Transformative is just the best word for it. And then I had a really great, even better 18 miler the next week. Yeah. This week, I'm going to take it down just a little bit. Yeah. Because like two weeks of really awesome long runs. Yeah. You can't stay up there all the time. No, no. And I'm back in Florida and it's just like a swamp rainforest here. Yeah. Like I got to be just smart about it. But, um, but yeah, no, that's, I'm happy with that. Um, I'm used to like going to the track twice a week and like, Mm -hmm. you know, busting out some intervals. I'm going to have to get used to a very different system of training. I did a good, um, like series of pickups on the road, um, Mm -hmm. this week. And so I was pleased with that. That ended up being like a 10 mile run with six of it hard. So I feel like that's that's a good start. You know, I'm just kind of like, just kind of feeling my way, feeling my way through this. I feel like if I get a good long run every 10 days or so, I think Mm -hmm. every week might be pushing it for me. I think every 10 days is a good, um, Mm -hmm. yardstick. I think if I can do that, some medium long runs. I think those are going to be key for me, like 90 minute right. runs. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And then like one good, like, let's say speed session, mm-hmm. um, or yeah. road, you know, per week or per 10, turn per over 10 days. Yeah. I think. And then you just kind of like put it all together. You eat well, you sleep, mm-hmm. you know, you have some fun with your life and like, again, no drama. <laughs> right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think this first episode, we really wanted to just kind of you know, say, Hey, it's hey. Georgiana Betsy. Yeah. And like, here's a, a little bit say. of our backstory and <laughs> yeah. like, why, why are we, you know, doing this to ourselves? Yeah. Um, <laughs> our training goes and kind of like what we wanted to um, get out of it and give to you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely I think the focus um, from here on out, we're going to really dive into our training and how mm-hmm. our bodies are feeling and maybe share 
some recipes along the way as far yeah. as fueling goes, which would be super fun and get some other quick checks on here to talk about their training and their stories. Um, mm-hmm. And so please email us yes. at Betsy and Georgian mm-hmm. at gmail.com with questions or comments or just stuff that you would like us to know about you um, yes. and what else you kind of want to get out of this. Yeah. Love it. We want to hear yeah. it all, like the juicy yep. stuff. Like if there's one thing Georgian and I are really good at is giving advice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a lot of what not to do. Right. <laughs> so take that for what it's worth, you know? Yeah. Some, some free life coaching here. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. Love it. Yeah. Um, and hopefully we're going to be coming out with um, an episode each week. Yes. And probably different topic and we'll be honing in on something specific. Because as you can see, like Betsy and I can just go. Uh, so it's, it's going to probably be great for us to, uh, stick to a script here and a specific topic. We could just, we can just be fire hoses of information and stories and we can just go. So we're going to have to like rein it in. Not really rein it in. I mean, I want us to be, I want you to be untamed, Georgianne. You know, you're best untamed self. You know, we all know me. So (laughs) rock and roll. But yeah. All right. Quick checks. All right. This was great. Thanks for your time. Love you. Love you. (laughs) Thanks, babe. Quick chicks. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.